So it is a true blessing to have Rabbi Alex Yelanga here from Africa with us today. And, uh, you know, we were together last night, and uh, I, was, I was, you know, kind of, you know, griping and lamenting and, you know, telling him all of our woes, you know, with COVID and, you know, and the, and the new mandates from our governments and how oppressive it is and just, you know, just such a dark time in our country. And, and even it looks like maybe a leader that's not going to be as pro-Israel and pro-church and pro-freedom as what we've grown accustomed to over the last four years. And I was just like, just like, you know, kvetching. And uh, he said, oh, Pastor Mark, he says, you know, uh, where I come from, they threaten our lives. They burn down our churches. They assault our pastors. <laughs> he says, this, it's so much worse. You are so blessed in this country, in this nation. In spite of it, you are blessed. And I thought, you know, it's all a matter of perspective. It's so true. And, and, and Rabbi uh, Yelenga has endured much in advancing the kingdom of Messiah in his nation. And so we are pleased and excited to have him here today. Please welcome Alex Yelenga, Rabbi Alex Yelenga. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. I just want to say thank you very much for having me here. Wonderful time. Uh, to be here, and I believe that uh, these are exciting times to be alive. I bring greetings from Zambia, and uh, I want to say thank you to the leadership, Pastor Mac, and uh, the leadership of the Harvest for just having me here, and uh, to my Harvest uh, family. I want to tell you one thing. Our God may be quiet, but he's not still. Our God knows what he's doing. Our God knows what is going on, and nothing of all that is going on is outside of his will. It will not stop his will. Above all, it will not stop what he has, he has planned for you. So I believe these are times to just uh, praise the Lord, to go on doing what he has called us to do. There is still work to be done out there, and our God has not left us on our own. Yes, uh, um, I just want to share a little bit about uh, worshiping the living God through the storm. As uh, Pastor Mark put it, we've gone through quite a bit in Zambia, and it's even worse out there in the world. Uh, but the Lord is faithful. The Lord is faithful. We are not all called to go through persecution and all that. Uh, we are, but we are called to lift up the banner of truth. Uh, I know there's so many things going on around the world, and uh, these are truly unusual times. And uh, when we go through unusual times, we require a very unusual uh, approach to our faith. Uh, we are still called to uh, hold on to our worship because our God is looking for worshipers. He wants people who will worship him in truth and in spirit. So we need to do that. And above all, to do those things that are so close to his heart. So I just want to pray that, uh, I pray, sorry, that uh, what I'll share with you guys will just encourage you and you know that you are not alone. Your God is with you. Nothing will touch you without going through him. And uh, everything that is going on all around us will only further the truth 
We can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. Our God is very smart. Yeah, so um, I believe there's a shaking going on around the world, and I believe that the living God is shaking everything. Uh, life as we know it, it's kind of changing in many ways. Uh, there's a shaking in communities, in countries, even in some congregations. Uh, a shaking, as we all know, is more like an interruption of life or the order of things as we know uh, life. And uh, sometimes it looks like the entire world around us is about to collapse or just fall apart. Uh, there's so much confusion, division, and uh, it's like more confusion again. Uh, every time you turn on the news, it's like there's this concoction of toxic, bad news uh, coming out from that uh, screen, and you hear of uh, stories of devastation, fires, rioting, hurricanes, tragedy, looting, and all the bad things going on. Uh, but all these things should not defeat us. All these things should not defeat us. Yeah, what is going on around the world has the capacity to fill each one of us with fear and with many unanswered questions. It's hard to make sense of a lot of things out there. Yeah, and it seems each and every week or maybe even day, there's a new storm coming, and all these storms coming our way are not the first to hit us, uh, and they won't be the last. Uh, this is why we need to learn how to develop thick skin as we worship God. This is how we need to know and learn how to worship this amazing God through the storm. Sometimes life is not easy, and uh, storms of life, they're many and different. Some are physical, but most of them are not physical. I'm talking of uh, storms here, and they include uh, pandemics. Others call them pandemics, uh, COVID pandemics, uh, like the coronavirus. Uh, uh, storms may include opposition, confrontation, tragedy, setbacks, pressure, bewilderment, unemployment, you know, sometimes even relational difficulties, disappointment, and uh, persecution. Uh, and sometimes storms come in the form of trials and temptation and even full-on attacks from the enemy trying to just uh, hit us and stop us from doing what we have been called to do. Storms often bring devastation and disruption to life as we know it. Sometimes the most violent storms, unfortunately, are those of our own making. And um, many times these storms just appear without warning. And uh, during storms, it's, uh, it's natural to panic. But sadly, panic and fear is or are our worst enemy right now. Yeah, I know the natural response to the storms of life is doubt and fear and, you know, for us to overcome, we need to face our fears and to know the rock on whom we stand. I'm not here to share with you on why storms uh, happen in our lives, uh, but to say that we can actually serve this great and amazing God through the storms uh, in our life. We can actually serve him. The living God is shaking things all around us, and uh, only that which can withstand the shaking will remain. As the shaking is going on, 
we may be led to think that the physical has overcome the spiritual and uh, that hatred has overcome love and that lies have defeated the truth and that division has overcome unity and deception has outmaneuvered the truth. We may be led to falsely believe in some of these things, but I'm here to tell you, Scripture tells us in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 8, for we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. We may not see the bigger picture, the entire picture, but we can believe what the Lord our God is telling us. One wise person told me that if you cannot see the hands of the living God, trust his heart. In other words, if you cannot trace his hand, trust his heart. Because whatever he does, whatever he says, is going to stand. Scripture tells us about this shaking going on around the world. Uh, in many countries like where I come from in Africa, you look at East Africa, North Africa, there's a lot of persecution of Bible believers. And, uh, you know, the disease has affected almost the entire globe. And uh, some people think it's time to put things on hold, maybe even worship. Worship like eating can never be put on hold. We need to worship our God, regardless of what is going on around the world. Uh, Hebrews 12, 25, verse 27 tells us about the shaking here. See to it that you do not refuse the one who is speaking. For if they did not escape when they refused the one who was warning them on earth, much less will we escape if we reject the one who warns us from heaven. His voice shook the earth then. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. Now, this phrase, yet once more, shows the removal of those things that are shaken. That is, created things so, so that uh, what cannot be shaken may remain. We sometimes set ourselves for failure when we set our faith and hopes on things and on people other than the living God. Our faith will be shaken. If we place the visible above the invisible, our faith will be shaken. When we put the tangible above faith, our faith will be shaken. When we put you know, our faith in politics rather than in the power of the living God, sometimes we even have more faith in the weatherman than in the word of prophecy in Scripture. And when things turn out differently, our faith begins to get shaken. Our faith will be shaken when we trust in our resources, our abilities, and the circumstances around us other than our God. I want to encourage you that storms of life will always happen, but when we stand on him who called us, we are going to prevail. He tells us the story in Matthew 8, 23, uh, uh, actually, it's not a story, it's what happened when Yeshua was with his Talmudim, his disciples, uh, on the, out there on the sea. Uh, Matthew 8, 23, all the way to 27. As he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. Suddenly, a great storm arose on the sea, so that the boat was being covered by the waves. But Yeshua kept on sleeping. So they came and woke him up, saying, Master, save us, we are perishing. He said to them, Why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and it became totally calm. 
The men were amazed, saying, What kind of person is this? Even the winds and the sea obey him. I believe the Lord is asking the same question to all his children. Why are you afraid? Why are you scared? Why are you trembling? Sometimes we fear of the future, what will happen in the future. We know that our God was there in the past, is there in the present, is there in the future. There is no fear when we know who our God is, and you are right where he wants you to be. And if you look at this passage that I just read, these were seasoned fishermen. You know, they, this was their trade. But time came when they were really shaken. They were afraid. And the Lord told them, why are you afraid? The Lord has got everything in his hands. The storms of life have the capacity to place us in prisons of fear. Even doubt and worse still, discouragement and depression. When faced with the storms of life, we honestly see our limitation as human beings. There's a lot out there in the universe we don't understand, can't explain, and much more can't even control. We can't control world events, but we can control how we respond to those events around us. We can choose to be partners with the living God by being part of the solution and not being part of the, the problem. The world seems to be fighting every good thing out there using unconventional means, but we do not use and respond uh, uh, to all that the enemy is throwing at us using the same tactics the enemy or the world uses to fight truth and to fight good. We don't, as they say, you don't fight fire with fire. You don't you know, fight a flood with a flood. You do not respond to insults with more insults. You do not respond to wrongdoing with more wrongdoing. As a matter of fact, you fight fire with water. You fight insult with blessings and maybe even silence. And above all, we know that vengeance belongs to the living God. For us to endure the storms of life. I believe this is a time to ask ourselves on what platform are we standing? Are we standing on him who called us? Are we standing on this great God, on Yeshua, our Messiah, who is the rock? And it's not, it's not enough to know where we are standing. It's important for us to know who our God is, then we'll be able to face whatever is coming, uh, our direction. Ephesians 6 verse 10 tells us, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. You cannot survive in this world if you are weak. We have to be strong. And for us, in order for us to be strong in the Lord, we must know the Lord's strength. In Africa, we have over 200 gods. Gods of the mountains, gods of the, you know, the trees and stuff like that. And it's all about strength. Those people or tribes who think that their god is strong, they carry themselves in a triumphant way. But our god is much stronger than any god out there. When we know who he is, we understand who we are. And when we know his strength, 
will not be moved by whatever comes our way. When we truly know the living God, we'll stand tall and strong, regardless of what the enemy throws at us. I'm here to tell you that our God is the supreme and ultimate reality. He is perfect in power, wisdom, and goodness. That's our God. That's the great God of Israel. This is a God who came and chose you and me. As scripture tells us, you did not choose me, but I chose you. Our God is in control and has jurisdiction over all things, over all nations, mighty nations, including yours. He has power over all systems and peoples out there. The great God of Israel is the first cause. He is the effective cause. And he is the final cause of all things. Nothing happens without his permission. Nothing escapes his attention. Our God is the source. He is the sustainer. And he is the significance of all things. Our God is the power behind all things. Our God has no echo out there. Nothing stands in his way. Nothing is beyond him. Our God has not gone to sleep. Nothing will stop his will for you and for the world and for the nation of Israel from being accomplished. His will will be accomplished. All nations will hear the gospel. Israel shall be saved. And above all, what he started doing in your life will be done. Our God is a deliverer. And by the way, our God is a fighter and he knows how to win. He has never lost any single fight. Our God, with our God, there's nothing difficult or impossible. Our God has got a plan and that plan has not gone wrong. That plan has not stopped working. We may not see the big, bigger picture, but our God is still working. I want to encourage you to know who your God is. And at the same time to realize that our God knows everything. Most of God's children right now, they are scared, terrified of the future. The Lord has given great promises concerning the future. I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous. For second, know their seed begging for bread. I like one scripture that has always been so close to my heart. It's in Isaiah 3, verse 10. Say to the righteous, it shall be well with them. As long as you stand close to your God, you obey him, you love him, it shall be well with you. Because he is God. He knows everything. He knows what will happen tomorrow. He knows what is in the darkness. There's nothing that our God does not know. He knows all things known, unknown, all things knowable. Our God knows all things past, present, and future. Our God knows all things that are actual, potential, even theoretical. Our God knows all things in heaven, on earth, even in hell. Above all, our God knows you by name. You are much important to him. He knows you more than you know yourself. He has even numbered the hairs on your head. He knows what terrifies you. He knows the weight you sometimes carry. 
And he's telling you and me, cast your burdens upon him and he will sustain you. I believe these are days to be strong. These are days of courageous living. These are the days of calling upon the great name of Yeshua because our Yeshua is alive. There are many stories out there that we hear in Africa uh, from the Muslim uh, places where Yeshua is appearing to all these Muslims in different ways, in visions and uh, dreams, and they are coming to faith in their thousands. These are the days to trust God. These are the days to walk by faith and not by sight. These are the days to hold on to the word of the living God. And John 16, verse 33, I'll end with this one. John 16, verse 33. These things I've spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. These are the days to look at ourselves through the eyes of the living God. When you look at yourself, what do you see? You may see limitation. You may see little influence. But that's not what the Lord sees when he looks at you. He says, you are more than conquerors. When he looks at you, he says, you are the sort of the earth. When he looks at you, he's telling all of us, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. This is a time to rejoice. This is a time to hold on to our God like, a, like our father Jacob did when he wrestled with God. He held on to him. He is all we have. And with him, we'll make it to the end. I want to encourage you that God knows you more than you know yourself. He knows what is going on. And whatever is going on, let it not... Uh, disturb your heart let it not rob you of your joy because the joy of the lord is your strength it's impossible to win spiritual wars when you are depressed when you are crushed when you are giving up but we can do much more as we praise our god the lord knows why he planted you here he wants he wants you to shine your light to stand for his truth don't look at the numbers Look at what counts in his economy. Truth. Stand by the truth. Stand by the living God. With him, we form the majority. May he bless you. May he give you the peace that is beyond all understanding. Above all, may you feel his presence near to you. May he whisper to you that it's all all right. Everything is all right because he's in control. God bless you and Shabbat Shalom.